The Big Issue, breaking down the issues that matter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Leadership Podcast. It is yet again another edition of The Big Issue. And of course, as usual, we are completely poised to bring the big issue to you the way it is. Of course, our in-house analysts are here. Paul Abu. And then um, David Taka. Always ready to be here to share my thoughts. Yes, they are all here bubbling with action, not just action, but reasonable action to take you on the big issue of the day. And of course, I'm your regular host, George Zagba. And without taking much of your time, let's just go into the big issue of the day, which is the military onslaught. And of course, the fleeing bandits and the kaleidoscope of a terror war. Following the onslaught of the military, bandits are said to be fleeing Zamfara State to other states, including Niger. And Kaduna. And of course, there are reports that the bandits are also fleeing southwards to southern states. And of course, security agents in other states, like the southwest states, have been alerted to look out for the criminals who are apparently overwhelmed by the superior firepower of the military. The southwest states are said to be put, to have put the regional security outfit. Amotekun on their land, following intelligence report that the bandits being dislodged from Zamfara State were fleeing southwards. And of course, fortunately for the bandits, Zamfara State Governor Bello Metawale has declared that the state government was no longer interested in dialoguing with the bandits. And of course, Metawale said instead, security forces will flush them out of the state. The governor disclosed that the barrage of attacks on the bandits by security forces had made them to make a fresh overture to government seeking for dialogue. The governor said the bandits, the missiles, informed him that they had repented and would want to dialogue with the government. He noted that some of the bandits were running out of Zamfara to other states as a result of the new security measures introduced by the state government. Well, why the onslaught is on and the bandits are fleeing? There is also the verbal war, especially the war between presidential spokesman Femi Adesina and Islamic cleric Sheikh Gumi. And of course, it started when Femi Adesina described Shekumi as a lover of bandits. And of course, heard what Adesina said. Adesina, while reacting to the statement predicted to Gumi that the military offensive will not work and that the bandits are going nowhere. Adesina said Gumi is a lover of bandits. And replying him back, Gumi said Adesina was a fool. He was a bandit. In Buhari's government. And of course, the likes of um, former Daily Trust editor and columnist Mahmoud Jaga had come out to 
counter me and say you, you can't say that you can't end the bandage war the bandits fight or the war against bandits through war that it can be ended through war well that is the kaleidoscope of the terror war the verbal war the physical onslaught by the military and of course the military are seen to be having the upper hand but information we are getting is coming from only one side the idea is that there are no independent verification of the so-called routine of bandits in Zampara State. What do you have to say about this? Well, I think the, the offensives, mm. it's long overdue. Nigerians had always wanted a military offensive that would restore peace to the various communities. It's not just Zampara. Mm. When I hear bandits moving towards other parts of which or which part of this country is it you say? The bandits are everywhere. They are kidnapping everywhere. All, they are all bandits. I think if you want to give them the code in the right word, the ones in Zampara should be called terrorists. If they have the capacity to bring down an aircraft, that's no longer bandit bandit. Yes, because so, Nigerians are saying that they eh, see the idea. All these fleeing bandits, all this world will be hearing Yes. Last week they've been fleeing Zampara, fleeing the, the, the there, are, there, are no, there are no independent verification. It's only what we hear from the military. Yes. Can we be so sure that these yes. bandits are fleeing? The bandits, uh, it's not the military, the community, the community members are also speaking. When you speak with some, you know, some community leaders have been coming out to say these guys are fleeing there. It's, that is where this information is coming from. The so-called people raise the alarm that the guys are fleeing. You know, so other people, it is from the community. But if these guys are fleeing the military that are actually carrying out the onslaught, do they have a backup plan to mock them? That's an issue for them. It's of not course, we even heard that uh, the in Niger State they flee into the military barracks. Yeah. How do they go to the barracks? I, it from what I heard, the bandits because I was on I was on phone with the source. The military person was operating within the Niger, and he was like, "No, that's not true." The bandits ran into an ambush laid by the, the military, and only one person, one soldier, died. Contrary to reports, that the one we are hearing of all this mass, they said, is not in Niger. They are what they know in Niger, within Niger, nothing of such. Only one soldier, they described that. You know, so for the Niger. That's what I have. But for the Zamfara axis, you know, there is no communication there that you can say, okay, let me call this person and verify this information. But for the military to tell you they are doing this, we've always been criticizing them for not doing anything. Yes. There has always been that call, that cry from the Supreme Community that these guys are not going after the bandits. They are now going after them. So I think we should be happy that they've woken up from. Well, most Nigerians are saying that most Nigerians are saying that um, these uh, marching orders Buhari gave last week was a very serious one because it's like after that that is when we started seeing this kind of deadly offensive against the criminals. And of course, one could say, okay, we established the fact that they are actually fleeing because the military, the troops, the soldiers are not going after them. Then, if they are doing so, it must be deadly because why is it that it is now we're beginning to see this kind of action? 
something Nigerians have been talking about since that the military are not taking on the bandits the way they are supposed to take on them. It's, it's because the government does not really care about that to me about the people because the people are the ones living within the communities, they are feeling the heat. You sit here in the city, they'll tell you this is what their problem is, and you now tell them what you feel it is their problem. You don't be. So the people have been crying. This is what these guys are doing to us. But the, the government never really cared about what is actually going on in our rural communities. Until recently, that we are saying all these things. I kept saying it. That it's not that the military does not have the capability or the capacity to actually go after and rounds those guys. But the problem is the body language of the government. There are people in authority that may be yeah, of course, the, the, the military will always tell you the political masters. They need to take order from somebody before they can actually go out. Several occasions you talk to them, they will tell you we never in order to go after them. Who should give that order? It's going to be a politician. Is he ready to give that order to go after people who he might have used to win? You know? So that's the challenge. That's a big challenge. You have always heard. Mr. President, who is the commander in chief of the armed forces of the Federal Republic of Nigeria, who were here last week, Paul, when we were talking of the marching orders, we were even thinking of how many marching orders has Gwari given since he, he assumed office in 2015. So, are you saying that those marching orders from the president are just mere lip service? Just politics, but just political statements. There was nothing. Actually, in the first place, place. well, um, Paul, then what do you want to say about this political will that has been garnered either by the president or so George confront these criminals? Nigeria, uh, talk is cheap, and sometimes it's a huge best. Uh, we, we, we tend to reveal our plans, our strategy before the press. We are quick. And to shine before the press, to score cheap publicity. If I may advise the president, security meetings with chiefs, security chiefs, intelligence officers should not be public. Because the people you are dealing with, they, are also, they have strategies, they have intelligence officers, they have people monitor. The media monitor reports. They make informed decisions for what they see and read eh, in the press. So if I, the pre, if one thing I will tell the presidency, keep quiet. Let the results speak for itself. Just like we are seeing now. Today, I must commend the Nigerian media. They have impressed me to the level that I can give. The Nigerian military a high five. But what they are achieving currently in Zambia, keep the war eh, in that. Hmm? See, stop talking too much. The military in Nigeria at a point start behaving like politicians. Try to score cheap uh, publicity. Popularity. Yeah, popularity. Oh, don't talk. Media hype. They don't need media hype now. The media will do their work and hype them. 
on achieving success, on seeing the results. Take for instance, when the support panel arrived, some people went took shots with, with, the, with the aircraft. Why? You want to officially induct the, the plane into the military. You are bringing in. No, we are at war. And you don't expose your strategies to your enemy. Whether we like it or not, the bandits are enemies of the Nigerian state. Keep the world in, in darkness. Keep, keep the media away from what you do. Let the media do their own investigation. What is happening in Zafara is a good product of a well-planned strategy. Of course, I agree with you. Imagine, uh, look at all the missions put in place. Somebody told they me. Have to, they, have, they have to jam all the network. Yes, by jamming the network, by closing weekly markets. Kept the bandits in the dark. That is where those uh, bandits, they raid some of these markets. They steal from the traders to feed themselves. Don't forget that Casino and the others did have to even George stop recall, recall interstate movement of cattle. Recall 1969. Mm. What led some of the factors that led, led to the, uh, the end of the civil was hunger, starvation. When you caught their means of life, mm, those guys will starve. And that is what the state government and the military are achieving now. You cut means of communication, you cut means of livelihood. livelihood. These guys cannot fight with empty stomach. With stomach. So what the judge, what these military guys are doing, what they have done is the best thing that have happened uh, to the security strategy of Nigeria. And let them keep it. By the time you, they finish with Zamfara, keep some battalions there, move to Sukutu, move to Kasina. Before you know why the, the South. The Southwest guys, with the help of Amoteku, are also blocking them from coming to the Southwest. This war eh, will end in the next three, four months. Bandits will become history in Nigeria. Then we will not face the big, the big one up northeast. I love what they are doing. And Nigerians will join hands to hail the, that oppression. Everybody in Nigeria has become military analysts security analysts, giving the bandits uh, enough information. So now, no informants are stuck. Nothing to tell. No job. And the military have a way of communicating. Unfortunately, we lost a few uh, soldiers recently and we sympathize with the Nigerian military. What that loss is It happens. The war, such, such is expected. Well, um, let's just quickly take a short break. We'll be back in a moment. The Big Issue. Breaking down the issues that matter. Now, welcome back to on the Big Issue Leadership Podcast. And of course, the big issue of the day is the military onslaught, the fleeing bandits, and the kaleidoscope of a terror war. Well, um, back to what we were saying. Now, look at the information is that the bandits are dispersing to other states, including southern states. So now this begs the question whether there is coordination in carrying out this onslaught at all. Because the military ought to have anticipated that the criminals would definitely flee in all directions and in no direction at all. And if they did it, then it is a sign of lack of proper strategy. Isn't it, uh, Daka? 
of course, I, I, I said it earlier that the military will have a backup plan to work for these guys. And if they don't, then that's another area that we should be talking about. But talking about Sanfara, I spoke something. You're talking about shutting down the entire communication. There are, of course, are we looking at the human rights? What have she called person for the innocent citizens? Is there any plan to take care of those guys? I'm not there. That's one thing I would like us to be mindful. We shut down communication, shut down the markets. What about the other human rights implications?
in San Francisco government was no longer interested in dialoguing with Nicaragua. Yes. But it ought to be recognized that every conflict has to come to the negotiation table. Yes. Because you can't kill all these bandits. It's a way you take them to a level that at the end of the day they will come out surrendering. The international relations, there's a concept called gumbo diplomacy. You are negotiating, but your firepower is working. That is what will happen at the end of the day. Why the military maintain firepower, its firepower onslaught on the bandit, they can still be negotiating. Uh, they can still be negotiating. That's what me will advise the federal government. Uh, the approach. The, uh, we, can't, we, 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 we can't tolerate this. Thing. We can't tolerate acts like this. And people like uh, we didn't discuss, uh, we talk about uh, additional and uh, Gumi. Mm, yeah, this. Uh, uh, Gumi might be right, but it's too late. It's too late. The window has closed. The window has closed. So you should leave additional out of it. Okay, Adisha is just doing his job as a media yes. Talking about dialoguing with these are non state actors, they are not supposed to carry out. The moment you carry out, you're no longer. In fact, you've lost your rights. Now, the military guys are trained. They are, they are not trained to kill animals, they are trained to kill humans no. who rise up against the state. So, by the time you have that, your own rifle, the non state actor. They are not trained to come and ask you to drop it. They are trained to go to burn you down and take it because you are, in, you, are in, you are a danger to the society. So the essence of the training is not to come and start begging you to. If they want dialogue, they should be the ones to start begging. Go through the traditional rulers and other opinion leaders. We will not do it again. Subject themselves to the authority of the state. The state is the government. And that will be the end. Yeah, the power of the state. Well, it well, should be that the power yeah. they have been subjected to the power. Not that power. they will be running yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah, and let's say a mini government mm. within the state. And then shouldn't be. begin to ask the Nigerian government to come and negotiate. Come and negotiate. And no, they don't have that right. And well, they don't, um, they don't have that right. Well, we don't have time again. Let's quickly look at this face off between uh, the presidency and Shebumi. What do you think about yes and the bandits the bandits lock? Uh, I think uh, there's the uh, uh, should stop uh, making some uh, unguided chances because uh, he has tried. I must give it to him that's right. But if you know that mob, 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 mob are very difficult uh, set of people to control. He has tried to manage them, to bring them closer to the table of negotiation. But it didn't work. You should remember that it didn't work in Kassina and it didn't work in Napa. So you should stop dragging the Nigerian government in the mud over amnesty issues. Okay, just listening to what he said, the Gumi is claiming that the bandits have learned to escape from the bombardment by the military, which is his own way of telling us that the onslaught on the criminal is futile effort. Don't you think Nigeria, because Nigerians are not saying is, that maybe it is high time the DSS. Let me finish. The military is saying that the, the most Nigerians are saying that it is high time the DSS and the military invites Gumi because there's something he is hiding that at the end of the day we don't know about. And you know, if it is any other Nigeria that would have been saying this thing, they would have arrested him as well. Why is Gumi so different? I, I don't want to accuse the government of being uh, running the government. Uh, one-sided uh, uh, 
approach. But uh, well, if uh, Kumi can be invited, agreed. Uh, but uh, I don't think anything will come out of it. There's no point. Eventually, the government can caution him, but that will not uh, stop the government from carrying out its statutory constitutional function of defending the Nigerian state and its people. Okay. Well, he's a religious leader, and most of the bandits, when they profile them, I'm sure the military know what they are saying. And his utterances, they know, and his utterances should be documented. So I believe they may be trying to run some tests on the Because, of course, the, he may be invited, they may have their own plan with him, but he's a religious leader, so they may just not want to go to make maybe make some people or act more enemies within the, the state peaceful peace loving people so maybe perhaps that's why he has been allowed but i think uh, the way he speaks mm. he doesn't speak he doesn't speak like a nigerian just stop being active doesn't speak like a nigerian and i think that is what like uh, adesina was saying when he started attacking adesina saying he's even the bandits into the world should just leave all those. Uh, I think the government should, uh, additional should ignore and move on. Well, um, that is the more you can take for today's big show. And of course, I hope that you had a nice time keeping tab with us out there. And of course, our in-house analysts have actually done a lot to address, dissect, interrogate, and scrutinize the issue. As it is, that is why I must thank them, Taka and then Paul Lago. It was a nice one here in the studio. And of course, join us tomorrow, same time, for another edition of this program. Have a very wonderful evening. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.